Welcome to the Slasher Sanitarium. It is Watching with Hindsight, Westworld, Episode 4. So let's get right into it on this one. We start off with the amazing title sequence. Follow up, and the episode begins with Arnold entering the room and activating Dolores. Dolores says she is in a dream. Dolores starts to break down, and Arnold has, has her limit her emotional output. God, I wish I could actually do this in real life. Dolores says that people killed her parents and she ran. Arnold says he can make that feeling go away, but Dolores says that pain and her loss is all she has left. So this is the very early on beginning things of Arnold trying to figure out how to create the bicameral mind. He is, is focusing in now on the pain that she feels, because as he will find out, it's that kind of pain, that kind of loss that that is needed as the foundation to be able to create the sentience. Arnold asks if they wrote her response and she has adapted and changed it. So already she's taking things and using a little bit more of the um, improvised, fuck it. She's able to change things on, on the fly. Arnold asks her what she wants. Dolores says she thinks there may be something wrong with the world or that there is something wrong with her. So these are the building blocks of, the, of sentience, where the robot is questioning their own mind and their place and, and position in the world. Arnold introduces her to the concept of the maze. He says if she can find the center, she can be free. Dolores wakes up a few years later next to William with a gun in her hand. He has coffee for her. The piano player is, is the player piano is running, meaning we are at the whorehouse. Clem makes a dick sucking joke. And then Clem says some dude was packing a giant dick and she let him leave without her paying because he fucked her so good. Maeve starts to glitch out and he sees Clem dead and bleeding next to her. She remembers the guy, I uh, guess, shooting up the Mariposa before shooting her in the face. She also remembers getting grabbed by the recovery team. The guy says that he has another bullet fragment to remove, but the other guy's like, no, we need her back, stitch her up, get her the fuck out of here. So, of course, that fragment is still inside of her. Uh, and because they are made of biological material, she is having pain and, and having some, some symptoms of it. So this is kind of what we've been seeing. She's been grabbing her stomach the past couple of episodes. Um, not sure in the timeline where, where it happened that she was shot in the gut. It, it probably was before this, this series even started, but yeah. So, uh, Maeve draws the extraction team member and opens a floorboard to see that she has drawn the exact same things many times before. You think she'd get a little better at drawing? Um, just kind of reinforcing the fact that uh, everything that happens with these people continues to happen day in and day out. Uh, even when they break from their their loop, it's often a, a something that they're going to repeat further along in the future. We cut over to Elsie, Teresa, and Stubbs, and they are with the stray, whose head is fucked up. Teresa's gaslighting Elsie here since she did all this. She's the one who set this whole thing up. But Teresa decides she's going to take over the investigation, and a QA is going to lead all the investigations going forward into any of the reveries. Elsie proceeds to make fun of the QA guy to his face, and Bernard's comes in and instantly folds. He says, go ahead, take it, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, Elsie's pissed, and she shows him the carving. Bernard pulls her aside and says that a host can be very lifelike. You know, kind of like he is. Also, he says that the etching is not Orion, but she also never said that it was Orion. 
maybe in her, you know, in her notes, or maybe she said it to Stubbs and it got passed along to her, to to Bernard. But yeah, never actually said it. But yes, he is correct. This is not Orion, which gives you know Elsie something else to look into. Cut over to William, and he wants to take Dolores back, but Logan does not want to give up on the bounty hunt because William for- William forced him to go in the first place. William asks Logan to stop trying to kill and fuck everything. He also claims that the park made Dolores come find them since they are important. We know that, you know, William finds much purpose after he t- in, in the park, so much so that he takes over the company they work for and buys the park. Uh, so Logan was kind of right you know, that William was going to find purpose here. And the park, you know, in kind of, um, you know, fulfills that prophecy here. In, in a roundabout way, because they didn't really send Dolores to him. Dolores just kind of stumbled upon him, but they also did not do much to get uh, get her away from him. The man in black is cutting up snakes, and Lawrence is pissed that old William killed his wife. Lawrence also has some very nice hair, which he didn't have the last time we saw him. Man in black spots armistice tits. Uh, she has a giant snake tattooed on her body, and I am hard. They are set upon by Armistice's crew. The Man in Black asks why they never met before, and the Man in Black kills two men to make room for them. Now, I'm pretty sure he has actually met Armistice before, but before she was Armistice, before they threw the tattoo on her. Uh, Armistice seems to enjoy the fact that Man in Black just killed two men right in front of her like nothing happened. Um, And a black chick walks up to Stubbs to say that Dolores is off track. She is wandering around by herself at this point. But of course, back in the past, Dolores is with William, and she is looking into the well when she sees Lawrence's daughter, who is not actually there. The girl says she is from the same place that Dolores is, and asks her to remember, which is something she's been hearing quite a bit. Dolores sees the little girl has drawn the maze on the ground. A tech comes up, all dressed in, in appropriate attire, and tries to grab Dolores. Dolores suddenly flashes over to the church and the little girl, and she tells the guy that her father is dead. He grabs her again by the arm, but is then stopped by William. So this is not the guy that Ashley sends. This is a different time that Dolores went off track. We don't actually know if Stubbs ever sends anyone to get her in modern day, because in modern day times, she is doing this exact same wandering around. She's in this town in modern day. She's just not with any kind of guests. So, But thanks to you know, Ford and, and kind of fucking up all the things. Um, they they probably did, couldn't find anyone to go and grab her. And even if they did, I think they would still have kind of a hard time. But we don't actually see it. Cut to right now, short-haired Lawrence, damn reshoots, and they are watching Armistice kill two dudes on horseback. Cut over to Dolores and William, and William talks about zones and paths, and Dolores just takes us as a talk of destiny. So here we get a conversation about Dolores getting the feeling that something is calling to her. As she is staring up at the sky, she flashes back to when she was shot and killed in Sweetwater. Attack is standing over her. Then William catches her as she trust falls backwards. A Randall walks up to the man in black and says that his foundation saved his sister's life. The man in black tells him this is my fucking vacation. Uh, another great shot of... You know, the show, uh, uh, trying to show us that William, that the man in black here is very much important. You know, we, we heard him before that he's he's an important guest. He can kind of do what he wants. But here we get that, uh, you know, he's actually the head of a foundation that apparently saves people's lives. So um, I don't think we ever get explicitly what 
his corporation does, um, what Logan and Williams, you know, roles were before William took over the whole company, but we know it made enough money that they were able to buy the park and, and save it from bankruptcy. Um, also, we know that the man in black is so important that people know him by face. I mean, so he is, is typically a celebrity. Man in Black says he will get what Armistice wants out of jail, but only if she tells him the story behind the snake tattoo. The Man in Black tells the tale of Arnold, who broke his own rule about dying in the park. He pulls out Kissy's scalp, which at this point has to fucking reek, because he's been carrying that around for days. The Man in Black needs just one pistol, one match, and one idiot, who happens to be Lawrence. Lawrence and the Man in Black then pretend to get caught by the deputy, the man in black wants to light up a cigar that is hand-rolled on the ample thighs of exotic women. The sheriff grabs the man in black's two other cigars. The man in black tells him that Lawrence was always a prisoner, and he is there to set him free. One thing about the man in black, he doesn't lie. He is there, in fact, to set them all free. Lawrence and the man in black get, get passed off to Black Warden. The man in black convinces them to use a firing squad on Lawrence. Lawrence then proceeds to threaten to kill the man in black, which the Man in Black says, maybe you will. Which could fucking happen next year. We'll see. Man in Black is in a cell with Hector. Uh, they set Lawrence up for the firing squad, as the Man in Black says that Hector is more of a market-tested kind of story, and that Hector felt like kind of a kiddie ride. The Man in Black says they are leaving now. He strikes a match, and this alerts Central Command that he wants an explosive effect. So... I guess just striking a match, as long as it's a, a parkour, tells them that they need to have an explosive effect. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe maybe there's something else that I was supposed to catch here, but it seemed like the, the, the way he did it, I mean, is it something that they like tell you in the handbook? Hey, if you want to do some explosions, you know, you're going to have to do this. I don't know. But Stubbs okay is the request for two charges. The Man in Black blows out the jail cell. The deputy rounds the corner, but the cigar that he stole and is smoking blows his face off before he can even attempt to shoot the Man in Black, not that he would have been able to. El Lazo is about to be killed, but every shot misses as the Man in Black kills every one of the gunmen with Hector at his, as his side. He pulls up Lawrence's blindfold to show him that he is indeed, yet again, survived. Hector arrives back with Armistice. Man of Black says a thing that Hector is looking for he will never find in that safe. That, of course, is because the safe is empty. Armistice says that she was seven when the masked men attacked her village. She used the blood of her mother to pretend to be dead to hide from them, and now she uses the blood of every single one of those masked men to color the tattoo of the snake. I'm not sure which one was lucky enough to become her vagina tattoo, but good on him. Also, the head of the snake is Wyatt, so that is why it is not filled in. Cut to the Trail of Tears as a bunch of Native Americans are being led down the street. Maeve sees a doll made up to look like one of the techs. This is how the techs get away with things when memories are not completely erased. Anytime that there is any kind of residual memory or something that was not completely wiped, um, they have this kind of backstory that they're either a, a bad dream or, in the case of the natives, um, they're, they build a religion around them but we're going to find out about that in a little bit. Uh, Hector's men are now in the Mariposa. Clem asks if Hector is the one who lives with the savages, and Maeve has a plan. Bernard and Teresa just fucked. Subtle reminder, she just had a robot dick in her. Teresa is stressed because she has to talk to her to Ford about his storyline. 
And Bernard proceeds to show her how to stand and not seem defensive. And she does make a comment about him seeming, uh, you know, against all odds. He can be very charming, which we know to be true. Cut to an explosion as a crew is working on reshaping the landscape for Ford's new storyline. Ford brings Teresa with him to a small cafe. Ford starts to dissect Teresa, and this is why he's a powerful man, because this is just brutal how he's doing this. Teresa says this place was not something she would enjoy when she first started working here. And Ford begins to talk about Arnold. He says that Arnold had a dim view of the ho- of the um, the people and that he liked the hosts more. And he also uh, talks about the fact that Arnold did not want any of the money men coming in and Ford obviously allowed them in. While Ford is talking, a dude starts to fill up a wine glass and keeps filling it until the cup flows over. And Teresa then notices that every single person has stopped moving. So this is Ford just slapping his cock on the table and showing her who is in control. Very clearly. Ford says he knows everything about his employees as well as his guests. Ford says, I do hope you will be careful with Bernard. Clearly emphasizing the name, clearly leaving a little bit of a space in in his words there. Clearly letting her know, hey... Uh, maybe he's not who you think he is. Everyone starts moving again. Ford asks her nicely to please stay out of his way. And that is not an idle threat, lady. But Teresa decides to get in his way anyways. She says that the board will send a representative, which Ford says they already have. And shouldn't Teresa know that? Ford says his narrative will be completed on time, but he's not the sentimental type. And we see that the cafe that they are in is about to be demolished. Cut to Dolores and William. William, Logan, and the host are now ready to take out Slim. Logan says, let's go fuck these fuckers up. Logan runs in and starts blowing fuckers away. So he is indeed fucking those fuckers up. Logan goes god mode and just starts to annihilate guys because he knows that he can't be killed. He almost kills Slim, which they need alive to get a better better bounty. Um, But then Sid pistol whips him and steals his gun because he says it's an upgrade. I like the fact that Logan keeps throwing out video game puns. Lawrence and the Man in Black are headed through the mountains after Wyatt. Lawrence is trying to tell him out of hunting down Wyatt. They come across Teddy, tied up and bleeding to a tree. Teddy asks to be killed, but the Man in Black has other plans, and he cuts him down. Back to William and Logan, and Slim says Elazo will pay twice as much, because he is one of Elazo's men. Logan hops off the horse and kills the deputy, to which we get an awesome William, what the fuck? Logan says they just got an Easter egg, and that Slim will lead him to El Lazo. Logan promises not to fuck Slim. He wants Logan, or he wants William, to go black hat with him. Uh, Stubbs sees Hector riding into Sweetwater, and Hector states to the black deputy that his business is mayhem. He proceeds to shoot and kill the black deputy, Armistice then unravels a blanket and hands out guns to everybody. They start to open fire on the town as Hector enters the Mariposa. He is stopped by Maeve, who brings him upstairs. Maeve has a deal for Hector. She will give him the combination in exchange for answers. Stubbs needs to jam the weapons of Hector because some guests are coming back to Sweetwater early. Hector says that the man is a shade. It's a man who walks between worlds. Or it's just a guy trying to make some good money cutting up robots. Whatever. Maeve wants Hector to cut open her stomach and pull out the bullet, because she says that she thinks that she's going crazy. Hector says that seeing the masters that pull your strings is a blessing. She doesn't agree. 
We see that Armistice is killed outside, as Maeve cuts her own stomach open. She then asks Hector to find the bullet. He enters her and pulls out the bullet fragment. She says that she is not crazy and that none of this matters, as the door is shot in and we cut to black. So, very good episode. You know, we're four episodes in now and starting to get a little bit more of the world building, start to have things kind of fall into place. We've, you know, continuing William's William's journey with Dolores here, the first time that he came to the park, um, that we know will eventually turn him kind of evil. And we also are seeing the Man in Black's journey as he's continuing to try to track this down. Now, he's on the right path here. You know, he's found Armistice. He has now moved on, and he's going to try to find Wyatt. He, we know that Wyatt is, is central to this part. Um, and and essentially, it's it's for just trying to lead everybody to the the old church, the original site of, um, uh, of Arnold's death. So... You know, good episode, all in all. Uh, very good world building. You know, the first time I watched this, I thought that it was it was really great to see. You know, you're really rooting for Dolores to kind of find her way here. Um, of course, we know that, you know, her entire journey with William is pretty sad because not only does it, it really affect William, but it also, you know, doesn't really do much for her because she just essentially turns around and is right back to where she was before in this kind of infinite loop that she's going through. Uh, we also know that, uh, of course, um, you know, Maeve is the one who we we really should be focusing on at this moment because she's the one who's gaining more sentience and remembering a lot more um, to the point that she's going to pretty soon start to learn uh, exactly her place in the pecking order here. So uh, with that, I was able to get this episode in before the, uh, the birth of my daughter. So... Um, Hopefully this is not the last one before a hiatus. I'm going to try to tr- get get some more out, but if I don't, you know, keep keep subscribed to this to the uh, to the feed here. As soon as I have time, as soon as my life gets kind of back in order after the birth of my daughter, I will be right back again, bringing you some some great episodes. We've got you know the Final Destination series still going on. We've got Harper's Island that we just started last week. And we've got the rest of the first season of Westworld to cover before the start of next year, where we get um, Westworld Season 2, eventually, when that comes out, whenever it comes out. And then following um, the, the uh, um, Final Destination series, I will be tackling the Saw series. So um, stay tuned for that, as well as some other you know uh, movies sprinkled in here and there when I get a chance. But... Uh, make sure to keep, to stay subscribed. Uh, special shout out to the Fool's Gold Theater uh, for giving us some shout outs on uh, Twitter and Facebook, as well as their latest podcast or their their upcoming podcast, I should say. We'll have a special shout out for the episode here. So I welcome all of their viewers who kind of decided to take a peek at us over here. So thank you again, and we will talk to you soon.